0: I'll go to cool dot <laughs> Hey,
1: everybody! It's Thursday night. And it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jack,
0: and also with me, Riff, and
1: finally
2: with me, Hot Stuff.
1: It's been nine weeks That's since good. the last time we recorded. <laughs> My wife,
0: <laughs>
1: Uh Riff, have you listened to much uh, comedy? Bang bang. <laughs> podcast
0: <laughs> not recently but some <laughs> okay uh, i just listen to the best how, ofs that they put out
1: yeah that's the way to do it um uh how you guys been good have we done a show since riffs item of the month came out no. i don't think that we have i think the last show was like june 23rd, 23rd
0: 2013
1: yeah. a lot has changed yes um so yeah, Riff, yeah. you got any feelings about your item of the month?
0: It seems like it went pretty well. Um it's it's real hard to tell if it's entirely working as designed or not, because it's hard to get like just reading the forums, people are reporting a lot of stuff that doesn't seem like it would be right, but I can't tell if what they're reporting is like just their interpretation of what's happening or what's actually happening. So, eh, it might be that the rules are not entirely correctly implemented, but uh, it seems to be working enough that people can solve mysteries. So, I guess that's what matters.
1: (laughs) It's good. There's a bot that can solve the mysteries for you. Is there? Did they make a bot? Yeah. Somebody wrote a. Is it it like a mafia script or is it a standalone?
0: Don't
2: know. I did not check it out personally. Yeah, I think it might just be a mafia script.
1: Who knows? Well, do you guys want to get right into some questions from Kingdom of Loathing, the podcast, the listeners? Sure. Sure. Bozbert says, make restless cow skull and undead familiar, please. Uh, yeah, I did that, uh, earlier today. Okay. And then I forgot to announce it. And okay. now I can't because we're barely connected to the internet. Wha-
2: is that, that's a hardcore list.
1: It is, yeah. Just in familiar.php. And I think all it's used for is, uh, telling you whether the zombie master class zombie slayer can take it in. Yeah, I can take it
2: <sighs> stuff like that. Like uh, specialized things like that, which we
1: tend to compound. use. Oh, good. Uh, the MP3 started. Jesus. Yeah. It finally, like the wifi up here is so bad that I 20 minutes ago started trying to listen to the last episode to see where I got to in the monster properties list. Anyway, it's like there were two of me for a minute. <laughs> cool. uh, so hard coded this, it's like that. Um,
2: Is it, it's never gonna be like worth it to like make those fields in the
1: data table. Well, if we thought we were ever gonna do anything else with it, or if we thought we were ever gonna care about it in any other script, you know, I mean, that was from before. I think familiars have tags now, uh, which Hmm. they didn't at the time of Zombie Slayer, so we would do it with tags now. Right.
2: Do it with tags. So your advice is to, always have some sort of just text field that you can add arbitrary information to to sort of be a catch-all for future development features ideas. yeah
1: i think so i think that's what i would do if i had it to do over again would you have everything in that or just well stuff that creeps up or rare stuff probably rare stuff. i mean anything it's it. It also kind of depends, like, right? Because the way that we handled it in West of Loathing and the way that we handled it in Master Swords was a little weird. Like the the spindlers are largely just a big block of text that you put stats into, and in, right. like just on a line, and that's fine. But it makes it real easy to forget stuff, and it makes it really hard to like. You just if I wanted to look at all of the monsters in West of Loathing in order by their muscle right now, it would be impossible. To do because that, because they're not in a database them. field that you can like sort by. So mm-hmm. I would have to write code to run queries on it. Um, okay. Certain things are in the database as individual fields in KOL. Like almost everything is, except for all these monster special properties and things like that that we've started using a lot of. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that restless cow skull counts as a dead thing now. We gotta make another challenge path, and how? W- what about um, Red August? And it's like red normal August. KOL except all the text is red, <laughs> except for critical <laughs> hits, which are double red.
0: <laughs> double red.
1: Ooh. Yeah, double red is when you uh, take a piece of double mint and put it in your your left uh, cheek, and a piece of big red and put it in your right cheek. <laughs>
0: Okay.
1: Hmm. I need you on them.
0: Flavor sensation.
1: I bought uh, some water from a from a vendor and she uh, said uh, it's not very cold and I said oh that's okay I was going to ask you to boil it for me first anyway. Got these tea bags in my cheeks. Then <laughs> I was like why why did I do that? Like why? why did I decide that this woman at this hot dog cart <laughs> needed that little bit
0: <laughs> performed for her. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm um. sure you, you you added a little spark of oddity to so to a stranger's day. That's that's yeah. Nice.
1: And I mean, she you know she did appreciate it. I, you know,
2: it
0: <laughs> I'm a little baffled by
2: the idea of steeping tea inside your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just take a sip of hot water and then you leave it there for a little while and. Yeah, swallow it. <laughs> yeah, but then I started thinking, like, just having some tea bags in your cheeks—that might be cool. It'd be like kind of like those skull bandits, except like just peppermint.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, is as a skull bandit like a, a a wad of chew in a tea bag? In
1: a tea bag, yeah.
2: And then you just sort of stuff it in under your
1: under your gums. And... Yeah, so it's basically like chewing tobacco, and you still spit. Yeah. Well, some so people if you don't. Want to be I disgusting, guess.
0: Disgusting, but not that disgusting. <laughs> Well, it doesn't,
1: it's just easier to like take it out. Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't have to gross, Uh, but man, it's just so great. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like that chemical that you love, just like shooting into your bloodstream and how, (laughs) and it's just like, man, this is pretty good. I'm going to do this all the time from now on.
0: And then your teeth fall out.
1: Birdie writes, maybe a nice idea, a permanent marker that lets you add a mustache onto someone else. You know what would be awesome Um is if I had built all of the player avatars in the mm-hmm. game to have their heads, heads consistently, in- consistently placed and, yeah. or, you know, added some kind of metadata to show, to say where the head was so that we could do things like put the hat you're wearing on your avatar I or put it. a thing in your hand or whatever, but we just would never have been able to do custom avatars, which... Well, yeah, Boy, it, wouldn't it, that it have been a, a fucking tragedy!
0: Custom avatar, but I mean, it seems like well, something you could go back and retroactively do for the the standard avatars without too much trouble, right?
1: Yeah, but I just wonder how much time the people who would care about this spend with one of those standard avatars up, mm-hmm. you know? And also, I imagine it would be a little. I guess not. Maybe with the new ones, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to put all of their heads in the same places. But I mean, they're like, they're not all the same size. They're not all the same size. Yeah, they're not like some of them are like shorter than others because they have tall haircuts or whatever. You have to convert
2: all the hats to PNG images. Oh, well, I'm not
1: talking about being able to do the hats Yeah, like that. Yeah, you would have to make which that's less of a big deal. Like I feel as though. I have more or less gotten to the point where I can make alpha channel transparent PNGs that live next to existing KOL art that don't look
2: bad. Do they overlay on the KOL art?
1: Yeah. Okay. And I think there's places where we've done that and people don't care. Like no one, including me, has noticed okay, <laughs> that we did that. Um, You know, it would be... It'd be kind of nice if, when I was making a bunch of trees, for a backdrop on a place to be able to just, like, have them overlap, like, you know, a real picture instead of, like, just a weird, like, naive child's drawing of things. I told you the story on the podcast, I think, at some point of getting, not in trouble, I guess, in kindergarten, but getting, like, getting uh, criticized for we had this thing where we had to cut some apples out of pi- some pi- pictures of apples, pictures on of apples. paper. Okay.
2: Paper. <laughs> out uh, of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so it was like, did you ever read that short story? Mimsy or the Borogoves"? I went to that school. <laughs> okay. Um, it, you should read that short story. Uh, everyone, if you can, um, it's cool. Uh, so, you have to cut some apples out You know of. those, um I don't know if you guys had these when you were a kid uh, in kindergarten. They were like these workbooks, one for each letter, and they were about the size of a record album. They were squares about the size of a record album, and they had like comic strips in the back of them with a bunch of characters with three-letter names like Tig and Dot. Hmm. Uh, Dot was a doll,
0: okay. and
1: Tig was a tiger, I think. Okay. Uh, but there was, and there were just like activities in them and things. They were, they were sort of like workbooks, like for, you know, just draw this letter over and over again. Now draw the lowercase version of this letter over and over again. Um, but there was a thing where it was like cut out some apples and glue them or paste them. We couldn't, we couldn't be trusted with glue. <laughs> <Right>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what kind of shop you think we're running here in North Clay K2, uh, and there was a picture of a branch on a tree, and it said, put the apples on the branch. And right. there were too many apples uh, for them to be on the branch without overlapping, so I glued a bunch of them upside down to the top of oh, yeah. the branch, and the teacher came over and said, that, this is not right. That's not how apples grow. And I was like, I didn't want them to overlap. The same reason I don't want like my peas and my mashed potatoes getting all mixed up.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Dad. Uh <laughs> So I don't like things overlapping. So I, that's, that I think informs my weird, and it's just like a lack of skill thing, right? Like I understand that it would look better if I were a better artist.
2: Did you, did you not try to claim, Oh, this is just the view from
1: above? Hmm. But then why would they be? It's off at angles. Yeah. Perpendicular to each other though. I, I mean, I don't know. Apples grow in
2: weird ways.
1: So it would be cool to be able to put a mustache on. Another player, but not uh, not possible given the incredible inconsistency with which avatars are handled. And I mean, we could we
2: could make a giant mustache that just covered up part of your profile that had nothing to do with a, the character's oh, face, or, or, that or
0: goes a, underneath your name, a name. Stash. We could do it.
2: We could do a giant mustache that just covered most of where the head would be on. Most avatars. That's true. Yeah, and just the whole top half, so it also kind of <laughs> looked like a weird mustache, mustache hat. Yeah.
1: Like a mustache that was large enough to ride. Sure. Zen00 says, I want to be the egg murderer. Let me throw hard-boiled eggs in combat to kill monsters. I want to be the egg murderer. <laughs> uh, I went to the grocery store and I asked them to sell me a murder of eggs, and they said, <laughs> Do you mean a dozen, sir? Um...
2: And you were like, are they crow eggs? Mm. I want to eat crow. Oh, man,
1: I would, like a mur- I would murder someone for some crow eggs. Uh, cr- crow eggs. I wonder... I mean, you'd be eating crow, technically, if they were fertilized eggs. And why wouldn't they be Wait, so, with uh, crows? I uh, mean, yeah, it's I not like you're... anybody's, like, keeping... I guess you don't say deliberately I'm I'm ha- preventing I had, crows had chicken from for fucking. breakfast when
2: you had scrambled eggs. So
1: If they sure. were fertilized, you could say that.
2: Are you a person who believes that
1: the chicken, <laughs> right, chicken begins, life begins, begins at fertilization? <laughs> yep, I am. Would you hold this sign with me in front of in front of Whole Foods? Hmm. Man, I remember when Nevin uh, made that tweet that was Whole Foods more like Foods Paycheck,
0: <laughs> and
1: how that was one of the classic tweets? There's a place called uh, Small Foods around uh, the corner from the new office. And I made the joke: small foods, more like food time crooks, because their prices are so high. Um, anyway, I went there and I bought uh, uh, some coffee just now. <laughs> now you have to mortgage your house. Yep, it was really expensive. Everything in there is really expensive. Like it was like just one of the, it was like a ten ounce like jar of iced coffee, and it was like five dollars. Hmm. Like the the actual coffee shop is cheap enough, but but yeah, man, there's like nine dollar juice. I would not think you could get that much juice out of nine. I guess if it was nine dollars in change. <laughs> you'd be able to get more. <laughs> Jeez. Um, or nine dollars converted to uh, the currency of a nation who uses raspberries as currency.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be great. Except you just eat all your, what would be weird is if they sold raspberries for like less than one raspberry each because of deflation, (laughs) because then what would you, complicated. Yeah. Did you say that'd
0: be great or that'd be great?
1: (laughs) There's some sort of bartender barter joke in there, but I'm not sure what it is hammered says i've just been doing the skeleton store bounty and i'm very disappointed the bounty item is a cherry stem but they're all just plain straight lines why are they not tied into tiny knots so (laughs) i feel like the tying the cherry stem in a knot was like a 70s trope about indicating that a female character in something was good at giving blowjobs somebody was good at using their tongue
0: yeah it's definitely like from twin peaks i don't know if i'm not familiar with it having appeared elsewhere
1: it definitely has is it originally from twin peaks
0: we'd have to i think we should do
2: some research we should do some we should we could send it into starly kine and she could do it on her mystery show if it's not easily googleable
1: Yeah. What's up with this creepy? Hey, tell us all about this creepy thing where a woman is implied to be good at blowjobs by uh, her tying a a man, cherry stem. A man and could and also not, be implied to be good at blowjobs. Okay, fair enough. But that's not. I mean, not on TV in the eighties or seventies. But it doesn't. It, it doesn't have to have originated on TV. Anyway, the answer to your question, Hammered, is that skeletons are obviously really bad at giving blowjobs. So, they, like, <laughs> they. How would they tie them? Like, they don't have tongues. How dry do you want it? Yeah, I mean. it <laughs> d- <laughs> how Skeleton can make it empty. so dry for you. Oh man. Did you see that thing that I need to talk about this on video games, hot dog, but how some of the music for inside was recorded through a, a human skull. skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... There's a picture of it. It's great. Rainbow sparkle says, did you guys play any of the mystic Western game jam games or create any of them for that matter? I did not play any of them. I would like to, because yeah. I bet there's a lot of stuff that we can steal.
2: I was really surprised. I was like, oh, man, is just, is a Western, like, suddenly Vogue? Are we going to be deluged with Western games? Yeah, I wish we, had, games? wish we
1: had gotten this out faster. Uh, Golgothica says, I was playing Word Realms this afternoon and came across a bit of banter referring to the powdered remains of the moons. Maybe I forgot something about the lore of the game, but what happened to the moons? I assume that has something to do with them, they're being tidally locked, but that's a rather random bit of lore to throw into the word moons. I didn't remember there being more than one in the lore but it the ring the
2: ring the ring was
1: i mean in the sort of elaborate backstory world design stuff that we did like the it's like kind of a problem with the werewolves like they used to be more or less under control but then when the moons became a ring they're sort of they're just on the edge of it's sort of bestial state all the time yeah um the there's like a
2: there was a cataclysm, like.
1: There's of, a cataclysm that broke the moon and made the planet tide locked.
2: Yeah, right. It, they they happened at the same time, and within the memory of, what of hap- some makes people, the world, like, the the fact that words have power is like connected to that.
1: Yeah, like some some group. I I don't remember if we actually wrote it or if we were just implied that like some group started figuring out the sort of word based underpinning of the world and did something wrong and caused that. Yeah. That thing to happen. Yep. Ah, man. Wouldn't it have been cool if we'd made a good game out of those ideas? We did make a good game. Uh, Hush says, idea for a free runaway combat item. Portable bathroom window. (laughs) So that you could just escape into a bathroom. (laughs) That'd be a cool thing to have. Okay, so... Do, do you think if you were just going to pee into a random window, like if you if you just really had to pee and you were going to pee into a window, that somebody would rather you pee into their bathroom window than one well, of their sure, other because I mean there's window.
0: if you're peeing into a bathroom, there's at least a small chance that you'll actually be peeing into a toilet as as would be proper. If you're peeing into any other room, that's not going to happen at all.
2: So the kitchen might be better if you pee into the window right above the sink
1: yeah because the so a kitchen window is the most likely kind of window to be adjacent to a safe ish place to pee right. without get I mean, you'd get it on the dirty dishes or whatever right. but they're dirty already, so whatever.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, a gar- you know, a garage window would probably be pretty inoffensive in general. Mm-hmm, sure? Yeah,
1: you'd pee on an old box of National Geographic right. I mean that's right uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely wouldn't want bedroom so no. it'd probably just hit curtains. And it would be curtains for the mood in there, am I right? <laughs> um, Hugbert says, it would be super neat to have the fax machine be like Rain Man and just get to use it once a day. The one remaining fax bot is fine until he's down, and then the fax network is essentially useless for arbitrary amounts of time. Yeah, it's weird because the fax network is definitely not the thing that we designed. Yeah. Right? It's a it's a thing that came about as a result of our I I honestly believe. In hindsight, problematically permissive whitelisting scheme. Like, we did whitelisting so that people could participate in clan chat with their friends, even if they weren't in the same clan. And we should have just handled that in chat rather than letting people arbitrarily change clans however many times a day. Because it made it so, like, there was way less feeling of uniqueness in the clans your choices didn't really matter because like oh we'll just make this giant clan with everything that everyone gets a free whitelist into and so it's like it's it's just kind of one of those things where like mostly what this gets used for is like one person's trick that they set up where they wrote a bot that will just whitelist you if you request it and then anyone can get into this clan and it I don't remember what this question even was uh good times <laughs> yeah what no what was the question what, um
2: uh shit <laughs> wow
1: i marked it red before uh
2: before we finished answering it
1: Oh, fax, making, Faxing. uh, making the fax machine just work like Rain Man, right? Like fax bot exists because we just let people create all these multis and there's all the whitelisting that lets them just dart into a bunch of clans that farmed farmed up fax machines and, and put one of each monster into individual clans. And that's a cool infrastructure undertaking, but it creates it a really clumsy interface for it. That's really prone to like people disappearing and the functionality disappearing I mean, a fax machine is, like, not a thing for storing a single image. But nor is it a thing for just requesting a picture of anything that has ever been photocopied. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I see what you mean. Like, I feel like for, for every clan that has something faxed, I mean, you'd lose the butt. St- you'd lose all the butt stuff, right? Because the whole the joke there was that if you did, if a clan full of optimizers wanted to have a particular important monster in their fax machine, they someone could fuck it up by just photocopying their ass and replacing the monster that was in their fax machine right and we were like well there'll there'll be a social solution to this but there turned out to not be a social there there turned out to be a different kind of social solution to it which was the creation of this vast network of safe clans that only the presumably trustworthy bot had access to man i don't know i don't know if that's how i would like that thing to work or whether the specialness of that feature should be reserved for people who are A, in a heavy rains run, so have access to Rain Man, or B, know how the fax network works. And then when the fax network goes away, it's a cool story like when the Library of Alexandria was yeah. destroyed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it's one of history's cool stories.
2: <laughs> if only it was recorded somewhere so we could tell it sometime.
1: Hi, guys, says Panay. Thanks to you guys, Hot Stuff specifically, I started listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern, and I love it. I yeah. thought I would return the favor by recommending a good podcast. It's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's by this guy whose dad <laughs> asked him to read through the draft of a book he's writing. Turns out it's really smutty erotica. And not only that, it's really poorly written smutty erotica. Each episode is a guy reading a chapter aloud and his two friends commenting on the quality of his dad's literary work. Um, I So I was on a car trip, and uh, Amelia put on NPR pop culture. Is that the one that has happy hour? Slate does the gab fests and NPR does the happy hours. Okay. Uh, And they talked about this and I don't don't know how to feel about stuff like that. Like where somebody is mocking somebody else's work. So the dad in question like appears on the podcast and talks about it and loves it and is like, yeah, is is super, super happy that like so many people are paying attention to the stuff that he wrote and like but I don't know that that actually changes in my mind, the fact that it is like a mean spirited because I, I like, they might not think that they're doing it in a mean spirited way, but so it feels mean spirited enough to me that I don't want to listen to it. When
2: people enjoy like a, a movie that they consider bad, like, I don't know, troll two or something.
1: Uh, Also on that trip, we listened to an episode of the Judge John Hodgman podcast where there was a lot of talk about bad movies and Uh whether whether making fun of them was being mean spirited towards the people who worked very hard on them.
2: And what was the what was the judgment?
1: Well, it wasn't really about that. It it was like somebody was had a bad movie night and the girl who was the plaintiff was like trying to get the judge to demand that he only show one movie per night at these parties instead of doing two because she felt like the parties were lame because they involve like 4 hours of movies right instead of 2 hours of movies anyway it <laughs> <laughs> well I, I but i'm curious though
2: like do, can you enjoy something that you <clears throat> you recognize as bad but you actually enjoy it and not and not have that be mocking Cause I think you can.
1: Yeah, no, I do. I, I, I think that you, I think that you can, and I don't think that they are being mean spirited about it, but it's a thing that feels mean spirited to me. And so I don't enjoy it. I I, I wouldn't enjoy it because of that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it or that other people shouldn't watch it and enjoy it. I, I watched an episode of Nathan for you, which is a thing that came, it fell out of Tim and Eric somehow. Okay. Um, I very much get the same feeling from that, that it is a very mean-spirited thing. Oh my god. Wow, Jim is already here. Huh. Um, well, so.
2: He's bad at being here at seven.
1: Yeah. You know what we should start doing is recording this show at like four in the afternoon. Sure. Um, and then.
2: Yeah. We don't have these v- problems.
1: Very sorry for the incredibly abbreviated show this time. Uh we were at auto hit and auto miss on the list of monster properties, and I promise we'll do a real show next week. Yep. Um dun, da, da, dun, dun. Cool. Dun, dun. my computer is in some mode where I cannot mute it. Oh wait, maybe I can. And maybe I just did. <laughs> okay. Um but we need to go let Jim in. Yes. And then go get dinner and then record video games hot dogs. So, sorry again about the abbreviated show. We got started really late because of the internet issues here. And then, uh, well, farts. Sorry, farts. Bye, everyone. Uh, We'll see you next week. See ya. Farts. Stop saying farts. Farts.
0: Farts.